So initially when I sat down to record this episode, I was going to talk about one thing and I tried that. It didn't come out the way I wanted multiple times. And then I said, oh, I'll talk about something else. And I tried that and it didn't come out the way that I wanted multiple times. And I realized it was because I wasn't talking about the thing that I really wanted to talk about and the thing that's been on my mind the most. And that is the fact that I'm getting married in less than three months. And more specifically, I'm thinking about the wedding itself, the family, the conversations that haven't been had, the things that are going to go unsaid, a lot of things that are related to past trauma and living with complex PTSD. And I knew that things as far as making decisions about different aspects of the wedding and spending money and negotiating on things that maybe one of us wants, but the other doesn't for the wedding. I, I knew those things would be challenging. And I knew that the emotional aspect would be challenging, but I did not know that it was going to be as challenging as it's been to the sense that it slowed me down in a lot of different ways. And I've had to be kind to myself throughout the process. I've had to remind myself to accept myself and the various feelings that are coming up. But it's difficult when I know that I have multiple deadlines. I have several things that are on my plate, things that people are waiting for me for, things that I need to make decisions on. And I physically, mentally, and emotionally feel like I can do nothing. And that's something that's been happening frequently over the past few weeks. And I'd say even going back into December of 2023, I got to the end of the year and I was exhausted, got through the holidays, which in their own ways were exhausting, came back into the new year, ready to dig into work, dig into the podcast, dig into everything else. And I've found that for as much as I tried to plan for the energy that this process would take, I still greatly underestimated it. And I greatly underestimated the physical impact that I would have on my body. And that includes things like my jaw getting tight. My TMJ has come back. I used to get this really deep hip pain or a psoas muscle pain, and that's come back again. And I found myself getting headaches here and there. I found myself wanting to avoid everything, just completely freaking hide and do nothing. I've found myself wanting to freeze. And I know what this is. I know it's related to the complex PTSD, but that doesn't make it any better. And that doesn't make it any less frustrating because of how it impacts my life. Despite the fact that I'm consistently learning to live with it, work with it, and then when necessary, even work around it. And so I'm less than 90 days away from getting married. And I just have this feeling of a clock that's ticking and that ticking is getting louder. And that ticking is about confronting what may actually be the final boss. And there have been a lot of points during my healing journey where I thought that I was conquering the final boss, or I thought that I was healed only to find out once something else happened that sent me down a couple of pegs to the point that I felt like I hadn't achieved anything at all that I realized that healing is a forever thing. Healing is a forever journey. And it's not something you conquer. It's something you manage. And I can tell you that I'm doing my best to manage right now, but I can't deny the impact that it's having in terms of my ability to show up the way that I want in different dimensions. 
And it's forcing me to think about how do I give myself more of what I need right now so that I can show up in those areas where it is most important. And I've gone through the exercise of looking at the various things that are on my plate and figuring out what I could cut. And I've made decisions as far as as that goes. And so now I'm thinking about how do I create more pockets of space for me to recharge or how do I give myself more time to make decisions or the exercise that my coach and I or that Kayvon and I talked about around taking thoughtful pauses when someone makes a request of me so that I don't I don't immediately respond in people pleaser mode which is the default especially when I'm in a state as sensitive as this and so being more conscious about immediately committing to things or giving estimates that I know aren't going to be accurate because of the way that I naturally work and that time estimates can be a problem for people that have complex PTSD or ADHD and understanding that sometimes I may need more time to actually plan and figure out how long it's going to take for me to get something done versus throwing out what the best case is for someone whose brain is maybe a bit more neurotypical. And now I've committed to something that I feel like I may not be able to deliver. And I've created all this stress for myself in the process. And what I've been finding has been happening so far this year is I'm constantly feeling like I'm a bit behind because of the mental energy that thinking about the different family stuff is taking from me. And so I'm not able to move as quickly. I'm not able to get some of the things done that I was hoping to get done. I wasn't able to record as many episodes in advance as I thought I was going to be able to because I've been spending so much time and energy working my way through this healing process or this particular chapter of the healing process. And the thing is, I know that ultimately everything will be fine. I know that I'll get through this. And I want to more than get through it. I, I do want to enjoy this process. And it's something that I've expressed to both my therapists and they've shared their wishes for me of not just getting through the day or just getting through that weekend, but actually enjoying it, feeling freedom, feeling like I can be in the moment and be present and not like I'm trying to reserve or conjure energy. And I do want to get there. And there are conversations that I probably will have between now and then because that's who I am. And that's the way that I want to operate. I was sitting with this thought of, well, if I uninvite people, then not explain to them why, then at some point I have to have a conversation with them. And then you could argue, no, you don't. But then as far as me going home, it just makes things weird because even the people that I really, really want to be present, there is something triggering there, or there is a feeling that I'm going to need to be more cognizant of, or there's maybe a emotional outburst that I'm concerned with. And when I say emotional outburst, I'm thinking mainly tears. I'm not thinking me yelling and screaming at somebody on what's supposed to be an amazing day in my life. But I, I'm thinking about the weight of the feelings that I may potentially feel. And that's with people that I care about and that played a positive role. But because they were around during times when things were challenging or because I may have been angry in the past at actions that weren't taken or, or ways that people didn't step up. And from a distance, I've made peace with those things from being 
out here on the West Coast with everyone on the East Coast, I feel like I've been able to make peace with a lot of those things. And some of that is because of out of sight, out of mind. And so this is going to be a test. There's no way around it, whether it's the, the final boss of this chapter or this season, it is going to be a test like the other emotional challenges and mental challenges have been throughout this journey. And I know that there are a lot of areas where I have control and I have power and that, you know, I can change my perspective on how I see things. But I also want to be clear that it's not just as easy as flipping a switch. And that's part of the process of taking more time. And that's why I'm thinking about what else can I give myself that I need right now to create the necessary space, the necessary room to show up the way that I want to in the dimensions that are important to me because creating space doesn't always have to mean giving things up. Maybe you might shorten the amount of time you spend doing certain things. Maybe you might adjust the hours that you're doing certain things. I know for me, a big part of this is working with my energy. I had started going to the gym in the morning to start the year and even I think toward the, the end of 2023. And it was great to be able to go in the morning, get everything out the way. The gym was empty, but I also realized that that, that was my highest use mental energy time, meaning that that time in the morning was also the time that was best for me to work on creative projects, to get complex work done for the day job. It's when my brain is the freshest and it's also when I make the best decisions in service of me and in service of the people that I'm working with, in service of my relationship, in service of pretty much any dimension of my life, the big decisions are best made in the morning when I have time to myself, even budgetary house stuff, house chores. Sometimes I got to do that first thing in the morning, because even though it may not be something that's complex, the part of my brain that it pulls from, I need to use that morning energy. So I am doing things like that to create more space for myself. And I'm also thinking of other things that I can do. Is it taking additional yoga classes? Is it looking at taking advantage of some more benefits from work? Is it changing the time that I eat? So I can get to bed earlier, which is actually something that I'm working on right now, moving to eating my dinner earlier, you know, somewhere between 5.30 and, and 6.30 p.m. versus 7.30 and, and 9 p.m., which is what I was doing for some time. And yes, I admit it, that was me, coach, eating at nine o'clock, knowing it ain't good, but yo, I'm human and you're human. And sometimes when we go through things, we default to old habits. And that's another thing that I can realize when I'm as stressed as I've been, how easy it is for me to eat the snacks and the junk food and to have just one more as a coping mechanism, even though I might call it a reward in the moment. And maybe for you, it's being kinder to yourself in moments like that, because I know even when I'm enjoying and indulging, I can be saying negative things to myself about what I'm doing at the same time, even as I'm doing it. And so maybe it's being more compassionate with yourself in those moments. I know that's something that I'm working on. And there are other things like that where you need to give yourself more of what you need. So I need to give myself more compassion. I, I need to give myself more space. I need to give myself more grace. I need to give myself more love. I need to give myself more hugs. There are so many different things that you could give yourself. And there are things that you know that you need to give yourself, but oftentimes you rationalize your way out of it. At least that's what I do. Oh, things are busy. Oh, these people are depending on me. Oh, they're going to do this. They're going to do that. And that anxiety that 
people-pleasing nature that, oh my gosh, I'm doing something wrong, which is quite common for people that live with past trauma or live with complex PTSD like myself, it's difficult to overcome that. But you can do it if you give yourself more of what you need. And that's why I said earlier, at least I think I said earlier, I know that ultimately everything will be fine because even through these difficult times, I do find a way. And like I also said earlier, I don't want to just get through. I want to get to a place of enjoyment. So at this moment, and within this particular season for all the positive things that are going on. I didn't even get to talk about the amazing track and field experience that I had on Sunday, February 18th in Colorado Springs. There are all these positive things that are also happening, but there's this major life event, the most major life event that I've experienced. And I'm accepting and understanding that it makes sense during a time like this to not operate the same way that I always operate or to not have the same energy, schedule, routine focuses during this time. Now that I see that I'm going to need even more space, and again, space takes different forms, but I'm going to need more space, whether that's recharging, whether that's through the classes, the meditation, other things that I can include, but I'm going to need more space to be able to process, work through these feelings, these emotions, work through the fear, the worry, Those are all things that I now have to basically budget energy for that I was prepared to budget for, but just not prepared enough. So I have to make adjustments, right? I have to make adjustments in the long jump on the runway to my technique in the air when I'm landing in the triple jump, now in the high jump. And we have to make adjustments in life to reflect the season that we're in, even if it throws some things out of whack, even if it pulls energy from us that we weren't expecting, we have to be prepared to pivot and do what's necessary to, again, give ourselves more of what we need. And so that's what I'm working on right now, continuing to give myself more. I hope that you'll give yourself more of what you need, whatever season that you're in. And that if you do tend to fall into that people pleasing bucket, or you find yourself defaulting into habits that were maybe established much earlier in your existence, maybe in your childhood, that you do take the opportunity to really think about what would best serve you in the immediate situation and then also in the future. And to also think about what is the cost of not doing the thing to serve you or not doing the things to serve you. Is it stress? Is it missed deadlines? Is it missing an important event or happening in your life? Is it missing something in your relationship? Is it your actual health? Is it higher blood pressure? What is the cost of not giving yourself more of what you need or not giving yourself what you need, period? And I know that that's been the case for a lot of us. And that was the case for me for a long time. And even within all of this, I don't have it completely figured out. Even as a health and and wellness coach, I don't have everything everything figured out, but I have an idea where to start because I've been there before. And within this particular season, there are some adjustments that I need to make to ensure the best outcome when it really counts, which is the wedding day and the wedding weekend. And so these are my thoughts for this edition 
of the message. And maybe with the next one, I'll get back to one of the two original topics that I was going to cover. And maybe I, I covered a, a bit of that here, but we'll see. But I want to thank you so much for listening to this episode and stay tuned for the next episode, which is also going to be a Monday message like this one, different topic, like I was just saying, but that'll be coming up soon. Until then, I encourage you to give yourself more of what you need and most importantly, to be well.